Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. It's important in listening to this podcast that you know I am the most literal person you've ever met in your life. I don't exaggerate. I don't embellish. I hate when I hear someone tell a story and then I hear it, or I was there and then I hear them tell a story at a meal and it's like, no, that didn't happen. Like, and then they just leave off, they, they add one thing or two things. Unless it's like you're saying something exaggerated. Like, I mean, that was like me flying off a, a roller coaster going 275 miles an hour because you're like illustrating that it's so exaggerated that you're making an exaggerated point. But I don't do embellishments. I am completely literal. So when I say something to you, you will know it's literal unless it's completely exaggerated and very obvious. But I just like that. And it's so funny because Paul will be like, I know Miss Literal because I'm like, I need, I need to know exactly what's being said. And I'm just, I'm beyond literal from everything, from precisely what does it come with? How are we doing it? What's going on? What am I getting? I, the way I describe it, I just, I like people to be literal back to me too. So literal, it, it becomes a problem in negotiations with real estate because I'll be selling something and my real estate broker will say, well, no, I mean, we're going to tell them that because we know they're going to come back and it's this and that. I'm like, no, it's just like, it doesn't matter. I'm only willing to accept this amount of money, whether we do it today or three years from Tuesday, 
we could do the dance and do all the hand jobs and foreplay in between. It doesn't make any sense. I'm still going to take the same amount of money I was. In that way, people like to do a whole dance of negotiating. I don't like to dance. I like to just be like, this is what it is. This is what it's not. The wee wee pad is there. You pee there. You don't pee there. So about a month ago, I taped an episode with listener questions and I couldn't get to all of them. And it seems very popular. Uh, whenever I do an appearance, the Q&A is always the best part. So I feel like it's a good way for me to get a sense of you and you to get a sense of me. Mike in Los Angeles, I've been working with a friend doing some writing for her blog. I'm a writer and I've been giving her like 50% off of my usual rate. I've been taking on more and more work from her and I'm missing out on other jobs because of all the time I spend helping her out. I want to ask her for more money, but I feel awkward doing it because she's my friend. What would I do? Uh, You know, I have friends that are interior designers that uh, I have said straight up in the beginning I do a flat rate. I'm not a commission type of person, meaning I don't like people commissioning furniture. And I like to just know what things are right up at the beginning. Um, But I have a lot of friends that do I? I'm trying to think. I'm five friends that I have to pay them for their services. I think that's the first problem that that's really awkward. The only service that I could ever think about would be Like, let's say like if you have a friend who's a dermatologist and sometimes they become your friends through the service, like meaning you meet them and then you become friends and it's weird. But I know somebody, I was just in Aspen. I know a guy who owns a restaurant. I've known him for 20 years. He charges me every time I go. He owns a Starbucks and I paid for my Starbucks. Like he's making money. He's doing what he's doing. He probably has his own personal rule. So maybe I think what I would probably do, Mike, is I would probably say and make this a policy, say, I'm really building this business and I'm trying to uh, grow and um, time is effectively money. So the time that I spend doing one thing means it's time I can't do another. So I've incorporated a friends and family rate. Just make it like it's not personal to this person. Just in general, this is the friends and family rate. So going forward, the rate's going to be this for my friends and my family. And then keep that consistent because that just draws a line. But gray areas and murkiness, they don't really work. So I would create a friends and family rate and set boundaries. You don't have to have a whole long conversation. You have to speak up for yourself and not apologize for something that's basic. So that's what it is. No one has to say to me, I charge you because I'm a doctor and you came to see me or because I'm doing design work. Uh, For me, I could also say to somebody, oh, I could promote you on social. And then if it's something that values them and they want that, but you also don't want to get in that stickiness either because you don't want more reasons to have discrepancies with people. Everything is, it's just like a divorce. Everything is great in the beginning, but when it goes sideways, everything sounds different. And these mistakes you make in the beginning become you know, bigger later. So, so set the tone for everything you do in your business, in your life, in the beginning of every relationship, business-wise, personal. I'm constantly checking back in with my relationship and Paul and I are, are saying the things that we want, but then the things that we need that are deal, that you just, they're deal breakers for each person who it's who they actually are. So you're a business person, you're working for a living. This is your rate. And it's the same for every friend and family. Anonymous, how do you ask for a raise? 
you ask for a raise if you are sure that you deserve it and you're really not just seeing the world through rose-colored glasses, if you have value, if the timing is correct, if you didn't just get a raise, if you didn't just start, if you're patient, if it's not when a company is losing a lot of money because of a pandemic or things just changed, or it's sort of like a parent. A parent walks in, you know, if they're in an aggravated day from work, you wait for the temperature to go down. You don't attack them, which is what all kids want to do. They attack the parent the second they walk in to like ask for something that they want or need or something that's bothering them. And then it, it gets the worst result. So it's the same thing. Asking for a raise should be like a child asking for something that they want from a parent. It's about the the who, what, where, when, and why. The timing is super important about how to ask. Usually my daughter will get things that she wants if she's just being very good, which she always is, if she's being very good and not asking. But if she bombarded me at the wrong time, that's a good way to not get what you want. From Sarah in New York. First of all, I love your show, Bethany. Okay, here's my question. You've said that you used to watch the credits of TV shows to figure out who the producers are and then reach out to them. When you would do that, what would you say? I want to start networking and doing some cold outreach myself, but I have no idea where to begin or what to say. So I used to watch the Food Network because I wanted to be on the Food Network. Incidentally, the head of the Food Network later told me I was never going to make it on TV and that these production companies should stop calling him because he's not putting me on Food Network. Later, Food Network wanted me to be on Food Network. Okay, I always tell that story. I'll keep telling it until I'm in the box. So um, I used to watch shows because I wanted to be on the Food Network. And so I would look at the producers, just names of the producers, and I write them all down. And I would email them. And I don't know how I would find out their email. Usually it's a like, you know, joe at healthmagazine.com or blah, blah, blah at Rock Shrimp Productions, which is Bobby Flay's production company, which is one of the places that I actually got called in to be there. So it's like fishing. You need to have some bait on the line. You have an email. You're not emailing Jeff Bezos. You're emailing a person who has a job and a family and reads their emails. I am a famous person and I, or a well-known person. What a loser thing to say. But I see my I see emails that come in. I don't have five. I'm not Madonna. I don't have like envelopes coming in every minute of the day. Like I see what comes in. So imagine a person that's less well-known. They definitely see what comes in. So um, you have bait on your hook and you say, hi, either I know this person through that person or I, I've i done this thing that was very successful or what I probably did, I probably said I have a wheat egg and dairy free baked goods company, Bethany Bakes, um, and I probably had sent them the baked goods already or I did it after I sent the email so it's sort of connected together. Um, I probably sent something, you could send something else that pertains to you. Um, it could be just a regular gift that has nothing to do with what you're doing. It could just be something to stand out and get to your point immediately. When I cold emailed Jeffrey Katzenberg about a business opportunity, I said, I might be investing in a business that you're a partner in. I would love to speak to you. Now, granted, he knows who I am, which I've later found out, but still he gets a million emails. He responded because I intrigued him by saying, I'm investing, I might be investing in a business that you're invested in. So I didn't give the whole story in the email because I wanted him to have a reason to be intrigued. So you have to find out whatever your reason to intrigue the person is, whatever the bait is to put on the hook. Only you can know that, but keep it short and sweet and compelling. Tell a story, make it compelling. I always say to my team, we have to be telling a story. What's the narrative? What are you doing? From Meredith in Portland, my boyfriend has gained weight during COVID as we all have right. 
he's feeling self-conscious. I'm not sure how to help him. I feel like I always say the wrong thing. I tell him that it doesn't look like he's gained weight, but I don't feel like that's the right thing to say because he has gained weight and I don't want him to feel like I'm just bullshitting him. How can I help him be confident and get healthy? I would say, well, um, I would see people on shows. This is actually true. People think that Tony Soprano is very attractive. People see these like sort of big gangster types or like the big burly type or the guy that eats. I would say if you're trying to get him to lose, there's two ways to go about this. If you if you're trying to get him to feel good about himself, say, I like like you're more, you're manly, like you're like a big, strong man. And I love a man who eats. And I find that attractive because I do find that attractive. I'm not interested. I'd rather have someone who's 15 pounds overweight than a guy that's working out in the morning and like eating egg white omelets. That is a turnoff to me. So you can say that. But you can also look at people on television that have similar body types and say that you find that attractive. Like you find, you know, don't be looking at other men, but say that. But if you want to motivate him, say it's not about how you look because I love the way you look and do what I just said, you know, about all those messages. But if it's about how you feel, then just take one step at a time. But often someone feeling bad about themselves makes them go deeper into the spiral and into the hole. And so we are really people are emotional about eating. So I would approach it. And that's for people with children too. People approach it the wrong way. So many parents tell their children you have to start, you know, eating healthy, which the kids know it means I think you're overweight and it's a very delicate thing to be talking about food and messaging with kids um, and partners. So I would figure out the desired goal um, and then find out how to get there. But I think I would definitely compliment body types like it, make him feel good and then approach it in another way to get him motivated to get healthier. Unless it's not bothering you and then it's all good, but don't you, yeah, you were right about what you were saying that was wrong. If you did, we've been together and I didn't notice it, but I, th- I mean, I, I think you look great. I'm attracted to you. You know, actions be louder than words. Roll up on him a lot more. From Maureen, what ended up happening with Ezra Blount's family? Were you able to give them the money? Or are you still in touch with his dad? How do I say this in a delicate way? We gave the money to the mother who is his single parent. His father was with him on that evening. The mother raises him and has raised him his whole life and is doing it alone and doesn't want any press or didn't want anything. We gave her the money. She, 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 you know, I had to like, not almost push it on her, but they were certainly not grabbing. And the father set up the page. The mother did not set up the page. So whatever that means to you, I'm just telling you that we gave the mother the money, which is where the money should go because the mother is the child's primary parent. And that was, for those who don't know, that was Ezra Blount is the 10-year-old who died in Astroworld, which is a travesty and um, a $10 billion lawsuit. From Nicole, what was it like writing your book? What was the hardest part? I have now written 10 books. I forgot some of the books I wrote. The hardest part is the way that you feel when you have to clean out a part of your house. It's overwhelming you. It could be someone passes away and you're going through their stuff. It could be a garage, a basement. It could be moving that feeling, that anxiety, just of like, (sighs) that's the way that it feels that writing a book can feel if you're not sorted. So a table of contents are designed for a very good reason. It's like the architectural blueprint and you don't have to stick to it when you're starting. It just gives it some sort of a structure and you can then go deeper down into like three parts of a book. So then you can start thinking of things and the same way that you're in your garage, just looking at one thing, that tire, that, that, 
that box of photos and just start putting things in different parts of the room. It may not end up there, just like a book. Start putting things in different areas and then you can sort in a more calm and methodical way. So I'm a very, I'm a very organized writer and in where things need, this needs to go there, that should go there. Let's put this here. Um, and ideas pour out of you. And it's sort of like, you just have to figure out where, how to organize them. And I write in a very prescriptive way. So it's like the top 10 rules of getting what you want was the place of yes. And then you could just sort things to put them in the different rules. So if you're writing fiction, that's different. That's more flowy, but it still abides by the same rules. This is, this is what, this is the, this is the, when I was young, this is when I was older. This is before COVID. This is post COVID. Like just be organized about it. That's all I can really say is it has to be sorted. And then if it's organized, the creativity and the good writing can flow. Mother's Day is May 12th and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop, but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's gift finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. From Linda in Miami, how do you deal with grief? My husband died this year and I'm having a really hard time dealing with my grief. Grief is like a storm and when people have these terrible c- catastrophes, these storms that they're going, that they are hit with, you, you, you were hit with it. You have to deal with it. You have to deal with the aftermath. When it was happening, you had to deal with the fear and, and you had to deal with the actual, the fear and the destruction and just the actual storm. So you have to go through it. There's only one way through a storm is through it. And then, you know, it's like, Hurricane Sandy, people are, then people are rebuilding in the beginning. You know, there's a lot of attention about it. Then the news goes away and then people have to actually deal with what happened and deal with loss and put things back together and put the pieces back together. Um, They say, they talk about the stages of grief. Um, They're, they seem pretty true to me. It feels like golf. You're on a certain hole. And if you think of it that way, you're like, okay, I think I'm on the first hole. And then you keep going, you'll start to feel it just gets better. It's just not something you end up thinking about every day to the point where you might actually make an appointment with yourself, just laying down, be like, okay, now I'm going to think about this person because you want to think about them. And it will feel weird when you don't think about them. And it does just dissipate. It just, it just goes away. And then it becomes nice memories and different memories pop through. So that was my experience. I only had one really bad experience and it was intense and brutal and it brings up so much. But if you make it positive because of the things that it brings up for you and find the meaning that can be helpful from Lori. My best friend and I are starting a business together. What should we do now? So our relationship doesn't get messy later on, put it all in writing, have it all agreed upon and pray for the best and think about it like a personal relationship, like a love relationship. If it's important to you, it's important to me. What's the prenup look like? What's, what's, what are the terms? What do you want? What do I want? Not just when everything's positive. Everyone's thinking, this is great. It's going to be great. I'm going to do this. We're going to do that. No one talks about when the shit hits the fan. Talk about it. When we get divorced, who's getting what? Who's staying where? What would you want? What would you not want? You don't want to be partners with someone that you wouldn't want to be divorced from. So make sure that this person, you've seen them, if that's your friend, do they get mean? Do they fight low blow? Do they go, do low blows? Do they go, Do they go dirty? Like, you know who this person is. So be careful when going in, knowing what's going to happen. God forbid it doesn't work out. So iron it all out in the beginning, like a relationship, expectations, your flaws, your wants, your needs. Don't pick every battle, all that stuff. When is it appropriate to approach a celebrity if you are a fan? Not while eating, not while in a transaction of purchasing something or standing with your daughter or, you know, while a person's emotion, you're in motion too. Their feet never have to touch the ground. You're in motion too. I think you're amazing. And then they might, because you're not annoying. I never, you know how it's not? I never do this. Never say, I never do this. Never, never squeal and say, oh my God. Because then other people see you and like they've ruined the private moment between them and possibly you. Now you're heightened. Um, Never get worked up. Keep your cool, get in, get out. They'll invite for more. So if there's a person who's like, you know what? I think you're amazing. 
I'm like, okay, did you want to get a picture? The visitor person's like, I never do this. Oh my God, it's you. I don't say anything. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do I don't want to be that person. I'm not that person. Don't do that. I never do this. I don't want to say anything. I don't want people. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it, but like they're doing that. And then other people are looking. The best way is get in, get out fast. Then the person will want to engage more with you. And if they don't, they're probably a dick. But if someone says to me, I think you're amazing. I say, great. Do you want to get a picture? Or if it's really fast, I'll just say, thank you so much. But that's the best way. From Ant, what went so wrong with this season of Real Housewives of New York? People, whenever I say to people that I don't watch The Housewives, they get, oh, right. <laughs> like, that's going to be some big lie. I don't watch, not because it's not riveting television and not because I'm better than it. I watch, I watch like Narcos and I watch, I watched do Dope Sick, two things about drugs. Interesting. Uh, Handmaid's Tale. I like, I watch Mysteries. I like The Sinner. I like, I just like to, I don't like junk food television. It goes too fast. You could be on your phone and you can be uh, distracted. Like something like True Detective, uh, you're, you're, you're in, engaged because you need to pay attention or you're going to miss something. So I like finding something really meaty. So that's just a separate conversation having nothing to do with Ant's question. What went wrong with the season of Real Housewives of New York is probably with many of the seasons of the Housewives, different um cities is that it's it's become a different show it's a bit stale in the sense that it's hard to generate newness i was the first photo shoot on those shows because i had a cover with social life magazine um not because i was on the show i don't believe but maybe and it was like the first photo shoot that was being shot because that was unique. And then it was like, oh, we're doing a photo shoot. And then it's weird because people are doing photo shoots, but they're doing photo shoots because they're on that show. So it's like a new housewife who's not known and she's doing a photo shoot, but she got the photo shoot because she's on that show. So it's sort of fake for the audience. And then there are a lot of fake businesses that are manufactured because in order to be a housewife, you have to have stuff going on. So some people keep stuff going on, even if it's not successful, because they need to have a quote unquote story. When I was on the show, we never thought about a story. Storyline was never said. It wasn't even a concept. There was no storyline. There was no, we didn't even know about the ratings. There was no social media. When I was on, we did, we didn't, we did our own glam. So now everybody's got a glam squad every day, which they got because they're on the show, not because they always had a glam squad. So the glam squad is because they're on the show. So that in and of itself makes it not real. In Beverly Hills case, it's at least entertaining because they're wearing such costumes and it's so elaborate that it's something to look at and it's expected now, but that wasn't the case when they first started either. So, and they have those big houses and everything and places in New York city look like dumps, even if they're the same price as some of the houses in, um, in Beverly Hills, although the girls who are on the girls don't, they don't, their houses aren't interesting to watch. So they don't have real estate porn. They don't have, you know, the houses aren't that interesting to watch. The relationships are forged and forced and contrived and not from any sort of honest place. Uh, they are casting based on what society wants them to do and not based on who these people are really associating with. And it, so it just becomes a manufactured show with manufactured conversations and the audience is so savvy and so smart, but it's hard to create freshness and newness and authenticity. So something new has to happen overall. The word housewives is like an antiquated fifties concept. So we're in a situation where everybody's woke and people are politically correct and, you know, equal pay for women. We're watching shows called housewives, you know, so 
Frank, you know, with nobody is a housewife, but, and I know it's just a phrase that's been coined and I get that because that's very important to recognize. I'm just saying it's a fifties concept. So it's not that easy for them to keep things fresh and they're doing a very good job of attempting that. That's for sure. But I did not see. So I just read what they say. Keep submitting questions. I love them. I hope the answers are helpful or at least fun. Watch out for more questions. Post more questions. I love answering them. Thank you so much. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.